Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode, I was joined by Ev Foster and what we were talking about is what we focus on expands. And so it was really about that journey that Ev's been on that I was able to resonate with, where you just decide that how are you going to do life? What am I going to focus on? I'm, I'm wanting to visualise things. I'm wanting to create a better future for myself, for my family. And how am I going to do that? It was really fascinating as well that so many things did actually resonate and had that synergy between the two of us. She called it her one thing and I call it the next right thing because I'm always fascinated by what's the next right step as opposed to the hundredth step. If we look too far forward, I think we get completely overwhelmed and do nothing. So this was a great conversation. I hope that you enjoy. Ev, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Oh, nice to, nice to see you, nice to be here. Yes, it is. It's lovely to chat to you because we've been connected for a while, got mutual friends, so it's lovely to be chatting to you. Tell us a wee bit about you. Well, we'll not go too far back because I've been around for a fair few years, but uh, recent years, well, I'll go a wee bit back. I um, was in business before and then took some time off, inverted commas, to have um, my children. I've got four wonderful kids and um, now 20s and uh, you know, teenagers, but came back into business once the youngest went to school. So have kind of had a couple of businesses, um, good, bad and indifferent. We'll leave out the messy bit for, for this podcast, but that's another story. Now proud owner of Kelly Williams Market Centre and cover the whole of Scotland and also just taking on Business Women Connections. Glasgow so that's just uh, really we had our first meeting yesterday actually so all kind of kind of combined together to have a voice for women in the business women Scotland and then also have the kind of opportunity for people particularly women in Keller Williams as well so all kind of good synergy with both. Oh great wonderful so I know you've been thinking about this question for the last few weeks so tell me I can't wait to hear what you're going to tell me Eve. There's one phrase that always comes into my head when what do I know for sure? Um, And that is what you focus on expands. Yes. And what I know with that, and to give the context of that, is I have been through some quite dark and challenging times. Mm -hmm. And if my focus has been on what's happening to me at that moment, or my focus has been really negative, or my focus has been, you know, I've no money, I can't pay my bills, I can't do this, I can't do that, then that's exactly what's happened. Mm-hmm. If I've flipped it and focused on what I can do and, you know, more positive things and what can I change and put energy into something that you really have a passion about, then that happens also. Uh-huh. I'm a great in you know the power of the universe mm-hmm. and I'm a great believe and, and quite a recent convert if you like to that but a book that changed my life was The Universe Has Your Back yep. by Gabby Bernstein I don't know if you, you're familiar yeah, with that I've her. seen her speak actually in London yeah mm-hmm. I'll have you mm-hmm. so I, I've been part of her kind of challenge groups and manifesting challenge so when I say what you focus on expands I truly mean it but it doesn't mean you can sit and manifest everything you want. So, you know, it's absolutely... So that that would be my kind of very short thing that I know for sure. Uh-huh. And it's it's it, over the last few years, it's proven to be the case, uh-huh. definitely for me. So I've got total synergy with that. 
and what I'm drawn to think about is how has that impacted your life? And I really pick up on your point about when sometimes when you live this, because I've had this before, it doesn't work. And I'm like, I can't sit and decide I want something, but just stay on my sofa and keep expecting it to show up. I need to be active in the process. So I suppose it's interesting, therefore, to take look at how did you become active in the process? That's actually quite a good thing to talk about, isn't it? Because there mm-hmm. is like that real belief, and some people would roll their eyes at that, as they have at me when I've spoke about that. But I'm very active in my processes. So everything that I, inverted commas, manifest has taken work. It didn't just appear out of nowhere. What's your thoughts on yeah. that? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you've been part of a, quite a lot, part of, you know, the kind of manifesting groups and things like that. And uh, yeah, you can't, you can't, you have to, yeah, you want to attract what you want into your life, but how are you going to make that attraction? How are you going to make the opportunity for that to come into your life happen? Mm-hmm. Um, the best way that I kind of, if I'm coaching any of, of um, my agents is, okay, so you want that to happen, so look at it like a path. So what you want to happen is a path, and it's paved, paved slabs. Mm-hmm. So you're not just going to get up and go, right, oh, wow, there's the path. That's the way it's going to be. You're going to put down a paved slab every single day. Mm-hmm. So when you get up in the morning, what is my slab that I need to put down to get me closer to where I want to be, to what I want to manifest? You ain't going to manifest anything. We just stand and don't build the path. Yeah. So I'm, I'm quite a visual person. So even when I'm talking about this, I can see my... I can see my path building, you know, and I think it's on the back of that, it's focusing on the one thing that you can do that day that's going to help you get closer to what you want to attract into your life. Now, I think we are, and I think particularly women, we have a lot of things that we juggle. We have family, we have businesses, we have just everything round about, and we're we're, we're good at ju- we're good at juggling. Mm-hmm. And I used to say I was a great multitasker, but actually, that's against what we should be doing. We should take one thing, do it, and then do the next thing, do it, and then do the next thing, do it, and put your focus on that one thing at that one time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's it's something that if you people go, I can't do it, you know, I can't do this, I'm doing that, I'm doing, yeah, so have I. But I'm telling you from my experience that just taking that, no, it might be one thing in your business that you want to achieve that day. It might be one thing in your personal life you want to achieve. It might be one thing in your spiritual life. It's not like one thing, full stop. You know, we've got different kind of facets of our life, haven't we? So, but it's what is that one thing that you can do today? And there's a phrase that Gary Keller of the Keller Williams side of things, there's a book he's written called The One Thing, and it's what is the one thing that by doing it can make everything else easier or unnecessary. Yeah. Really good really good phrase to think about when you're when you're looking at your diary and you're looking at your calendar and what is that one thing I need to achieve? Uh Uh-huh. And since I've became freelance I think I think of my time in blocks has become easier for me because I'll I sell my time is how I make my living and therefore now that I compartmentalize my work and my life a wee bit I think that's my time to do that so I think I probably without consciously doing the one thing I do do the one thing because and actually in days when I end up doing lots of things by that night I'm completely frazzled I'm completely like, I never did anything very well at all the day. I wish I had just worked on the one thing. But, you know, I had 
verbalised at the way that you did there. And I think it's like a tip almost to people is just like compartmentalise your day and then concentrate on the one thing that you want to concentrate for that hour or that afternoon or whatever. And I give I feel as if that gives me an easier week, an easier, you know, working life. So I don't get frazzled. So see, when you talked about visualising the path, which I think was beautiful, does that give you a strength? Does that give you inner strength when you visualise how you're going to do something? Yeah, it, de- it definitely does. You know, I think for a, for a lot of my life, you know, I've been successful in business. I've, I've, I've had, you know, call it failures or learning experiences, mm-hmm. whatever way you want to look at it. We never fail. Um, we win or we learn. <laughs> that's right that's right we only fail if you quit right uh, and you don't get back up so exactly. there's been a few times I've been down and get back up and I think um probably about six seven years ago I went on quite a big journey of self-development personal growth mm-hmm. and began to read books and you know because I was never a reader you know my mother would you know god rest her soul would say you're the only person past your higher English without ever reading the reading book you know <laughs> I just had I just it just wasn't my thing so that that was then I set myself a challenge to read a book a month back in 2016 and uh, it just started with the kind of, you know, the kind of personal growth stuff. And you mentioned Kim earlier, and she was quite instrumental in kind of, you know, challenging me to a degree as to what what I was what was learning and what I was I was growing. Um, so I think, yeah, it gives me it gives me strength when I think, okay, what is it that I want to achieve? And it's not about it's not about setting the goal. Um, I heard a really good analogy of, you know, go everybody, oh, what's your goals for twenty twenty three? Well, that's fine, you know, even write them down, that's fine. But it's a bit like, you can set your goals, it's a bit like going in the car and you set your GPS, right? And you know exactly where you want to go, but you never switch the engine on. Well, you're never going to get there. So if you, I think it's Stephen, Stephen Bartlett that was talking about that. So you've got to set where you want to go, switch your engine on, and what, what do you need to do at that moment? to get to where you want to be and it comes back to doing the one thing and it comes back to just concentrating on you know and, and at night time again you know I'll look back and you say you've had a day and you think what did I actually what did I actually achieve today now you might have done lots of things you might have you know looked after loads of people but what did I did I take a step forward to, yes. to walk where yeah. I want to get to and if you ask yourself that question and over a few days, you think, do you know what? I still didn't do that one thing that I needed to do. I still didn't do it. Then it's a time for kind of reset. So I think it's about the strength I get is now being aware of that. Yeah. We're all busy people. And you, you hear it all the time round about you. Oh, I'm so busy with this. I'm so busy with that. And yeah. And you mentioned earlier about blocking time. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the same hours in the day. Yeah, it's yeah. how you use that time, right? You've got yeah. to like block it out for that bit that you want to do and it all sounds very you know I can't I mean if people say I can't do that because I've got people needing this and I've got people needing that and I've got this and I've got that well you know I mentioned earlier I've got four four kids that you know I now and particularly during the pandemic had to say to them that time I cannot I'm focusing on business and I'm focusing on training I'm you know conversing with agents whatever it was but let me give you in an hour's time I'll then give you that hour. Uh-huh. And they understood that, you know, because otherwise just nothing would have get done. Yep. 
Yeah, and it's it's I really I resonate with it so much because like in, when I'm coaching people within my practice and there's that overwhelm feeling that so many folk get, I'm always like, let's draw back to what's the next right thing to do. Let's not worry about step 10. What is step one? Let's take step one. And when we're on step one, we will know what to do with step two. You know, and so it's that real focus on what's the next right thing because it is just a thing, isn't it? A, I'm fascinated by how you listen, like you, I love to listen to lots of speakers, read lots of books, you know, really immerse myself in this stuff. Women seem to have a feeling just now, and I've probably witnessed that through all the women I speak to in the podcast as well, where you have to be good at everything. So you have to be a good mum. You have to have a good body. You have to be a good wife, whatever that means. In your work, you have to be good at everything. And actually what we get is people completely strung out. And I think, you know, my greatest fear probably, not for myself because I think I don't live like this, but for people is that you get to the end of your life and realise you never did anything to fulfil yourself. That you were so busy fulfilling everything else because that's just what women do. Is everybody else happy? Right, everybody else is happy. Now I'm completely knackered, so I need to sleep. And tomorrow I'll start again making everybody else happy. Is that something, you know, you talk about how providing opportunities for women and stuff like that. Is that something that you share, that concern that women are just too strung out? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, in fact, I was talking about this yesterday at the, the BWC meetup yesterday morning. You know, somebody, again, it's about, somebody said to me four or five years ago, um, who's the number one priority in your life? And of course, my answer was my children. And they said, because at that point I was really stressed out and health wasn't, you know, as it should be. And they said, no, Ev, you need to be the number one priority in your life. Because who's then going to look after the children? If you're always stressed, always under pressure, your health then suffers. And they used the analogy of when you're on a plane yeah. and the oxygen masks come down, whose mask do you put on first? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've got to put on your own mask. Because if, if I was on a plane with my four, by the time I, you know, I'd, be, I'd be gone, Aye. you know, because I've looked after them first. And so I think things like that, resonate in your head mm-hmm. so sometimes when I am feeling overwhelmed or whatever I do now take time for myself yeah and I just take myself take myself off mm-hmm. in the past I would have felt guilty about that mm-hmm. you know what, what I mean that's a bit you know gosh why are you pampering yourself or why are you doing that you know you shouldn't be doing that for yourself you know you're a mum you're a businesswoman you're this you're that actually when I take even an hour and I go and do something, the energy it then gives me to then do everything else that I need to do is, is incredible. Uh-huh. You know, and I think the older I get, the more I think, wow, if I'd known this stuff when I was, you know, in my 20s, life would probably have been a lot um, less stressful, you know, and it's it's something, I've got three boys and a girl, and it's something that I share with them a lot because I want them to, yeah. you know, will always be where I am now, but 30, you know, 30 years earlier, you uh-huh. know. Yeah, it's, it's a, it can be a crazy world, but, yeah, just taking that, even if it's just, you know, sitting in the car with an audio book on, just taking yourself out of yourself uh-huh. almost, it can really be a big strength, you know, to then carry on with everything else. Uh-huh. Do you know what's fascinating about that is, like, when I started the podcast 134 podcasts ago, I wondered if there would be the same things that we all knew and there's not 
But what you just verbalised there is the feeling I get from my entire podcast, that women have that feeling that if I had known this when I was in my 20s, you know, women that are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, telling me that. And I just think, I hope young women listen to these these conversations because I think they could be change makers in your life to sort of appreciate. Like, now how that way, when you were young, you thought you were fat and you thought you were mediocre and all that. You look at pictures of yourself and you're like, oh my God, you were so beautiful. You thought you were fat then. <laughs> Do you know that way? And you just think, oh, you know, I, I sort of I like to think, like, I saved her. I saved her because now I feel great about myself. So I saved her. It just took me a while to do it. Do you know that way? So are you starting to feel now, you said you'd been into the positive thinking, the, the development stuff, self-development stuff for about six years or so now. Are you feeling really positive about what comes next? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, I've got, you know, two business, one business at the beginning, which, you know, it's always a challenge setting up a new business. Um, and I have another one that's going into its third year, having come through a pandemic. Now, don't get me wrong, neither business is where I want them to be in terms of making money or profit or whatever. But, you know, the old me would have been looking at that and going, oh, my God, how are we going to manage? What are we going to do? How am I going to pay my bills? Do, 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 do. But now I just, I have a, you know, I know I'm on the right path. I know what I need to do. Worrying about June or July isn't going to change the outcome in June or July. You know, what can I do today that's going to make that a better outcome? That's what we need to focus on. So, you know, it's a bit, yeah, it's kind of, got a lot of people who they just worry, 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 worry. You know, where's the money going to come from? What? But they don't actually take action to go and find money from somewhere if if it's money they need Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, even the time thing, Anne, is quite, you know, I, for a long time, it was like doing the business and then weekends were like, right, you've got to clean the house, you've got to have the, per- the perfect mum, you've got to have the perfect house, you've got to have the perfect this, you've got to have everything. And up to the point where it was like, I had not, no time. So I employed a cleaner once a fortnight just to really come in and do my house. So now I can be a better mum because I'm present with the kids at the weekend okay they're not kids but you know I mean they still want time with mum so it's and I couldn't have afforded necessarily to have that person at that time but if the time it then gave me uh-huh. that makes me a better mum is so worth it mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah totally you know I, I look at it the person who does who does my house is wonderful that then gives her money to then help her family mm-hmm. so it's kind of it's just I'd rather have somebody doing the house admin, as I would call it, and me concentrate on business and then have that free time to be mum mm-hmm. rather than running about like a dafty. Mm-hmm. Because the kids will not remember whether the bathroom is cleaned or exactly. not. The kids will remember if I'm standing watching them play football or I'm out for lunch with them or I'm having a conversation with them. They couldn't care less if there was clothes on the floor or the beds were made or... We put that pressure on ourselves. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, Ev. You're very welcome. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect.
Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website andhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you. <laughs>